0: this evening to introduce you to um, a wonderful woman. She's a prolific writer, a child prodigy, and she is the, well, uh, before I tell you um, exactly um, her name, I'm going to give you a little bit more background on what she's done and what she's brought to the world. There is a book that you may have heard of called The Third Eye. And it's an epic story that was written all the way back in the nineteen early 1980s. And it was copyrighted by um, this young writer who studied under um, some of the greats. Like Max She comes originally from New York and she moved to Los Angeles and she uh, studied film under The producer Leon Roth who's the father of Eric Roth and he's the screenwriter for Forrest Gump and this book The Third Eye is the source of two um, major blockbuster films that you may further ado we tonight will be speaking with and learning more about Sophia Stewart, who is the mother and the owner of the franchises and the copyright of The Terminator and The Matrix. So welcome to the show.
1: Oh, thank you very much for having me here today. And I'd like for people to know uh, there's been so much confusion on the internet and Mainstream media has actually acknowledged me as the owner. If you go and look at the 2016 L3 magazine with Bob with uh, Ziggy Marley, Bob's Marley's son Ziggy, um, is acknowledging me as the owner of the Matrix and Terminator film franchises by copyright. You can also see a segment with and uh, here uh, with Judge Joe Brown, which is also acknowledging me and you can also see a a, i'm on the cover of a london magazine soul central and it is acknowledging me and these are mainstream media and i did the armstrong williams show april the 13th 2019 which is nbc is also acknowledging me and i just recently which i sent you pictures Mm Did the red carpet at the 92nd Academy Awards, the Oscars, uh, February the 9th, 2020, Sunday night? The red carpet. I was there on that during that red carpet. Uh, it was over uh, probably over two or three hundred media personnel they're viewing all the different celebrities. they may have been a thousand of them who knows, yes, but it was many, and they all got to interview me a lot of them and to acknowledge that I was the owner by copyrights very important, and the Oscar that you see in my hand in my hand uh, is symbolic to the four Oscars won by the Matrix in. 2000, the Matrix movie won four Oscars that have never been spoken about, publicized because it comes from a Black owner and a Black writer and a Black creator. And that's really sad because they were talking about the movie Parasite, Mm -hmm. which just won, you know, this, you know, Sunday for for uh, for Oscars and they said that hadn't been done since Disney back in another period of time and they totally disrespected the matrix and and did not acknowledge that the matrix had done this in the year 2000 way before the movie parasite ever won this year Now what do you think about that I you know as I'm listening
0: to you, I'm I'm just um, awestruck by how the media picks and chooses what they want us to believe, and um, about what's considered um, something that's worthy of recognizing. And if they, and and even the second thing that comes to mind is they want to pick and choose the minority that we. Um, should recognize, right? Because Parasite, is that a Korean film? I believe? Yes, it
1: is. It yeah. is a Korean film. And I believe it to be, you know, a phenomenally, you know, the, the acknowledgement of the Koreans because, you know, other, you know, other races are, you know, acknowledged in the, you know, Oscars. But I think this is the first time a big win for the Koreans to and win that- Best Picture.
0: I mean to be fair that that's great and you know overall here's my view on the Oscars I I actually didn't watch this is why I like that I changed the title of my podcast to the free to be show cuz now I feel free to express the way I feel about these things <laughs> so you know you know the Oscars what I I read an article was it I feel like this past Tuesday and it was highlighting all of the um different minority groups that were recognized at the Oscars. So they had like someone who was disabled, they talked about mental illness, they talked, you know, um, the LGBTQ community and all those different, you know, overlooked um, communities, I think, but even with all that, they're still not recognizing black people and in particular, black women. And so tell me, like, you have been in the film industry for decades and you know what goes on behind the scenes, Scenes. so tell me, how, how do you feel about that?
1: Well, you're absolutely 100% right about what they've been doing to Black women and Black people, period, in the industry, because in the 80s, I was working for the studios, Columbia Pictures. <laughs> and uh, Vice President Dick Barris's office and the producer Brandon Cahill's Fantasy Island. And, uh, and also I worked for Channel 13 because I'm a New Yorker from New York. I worked with the Oscar award-winning producer, Perry miller Adato, And she won a, a Oscar for her first documentary on Dylan, the artist Dylan Thomas. Mm-hmm. And I also, Worked as a West Coast correspondent for a national magazine out of New York City. So yes, I've been involved for a a couple of dec you know couple of decades there uh, since the 80s. While I was at USC, I have a degree in journalism, a double major in uh, law and psychology. I studied to be a lawyer and a doctor. And this discrimination against uh, black women has been going on a, a lot uh it's it's the, it's the fact that they do not want black people to be owners that's the problem they the cabal the hollywood cabal wants us to work as slaves to be on a plantation but not to own any of those plantations <laughs> right so yeah so god made me an owner he didn't make me a slave. Man makes people slaves. God doesn't make anyone a slave. He gives us freedom of choices. We can, you know, our choices is what leads us to where we are going to go and for us to stand up for our rights. And so me being a woman and asserting my rights and standing up and not letting uh, anyone take my property or... Yes, they stole my money, but they did not steal my property. My property is in my name by copyright, so I own the film, um, you know, like I said, the film franchises uh in the derivative movies by copyrights. It's just like it, you're a mother in the hospital and someone comes and kidnaps two or three of your babies. Well, the kidnappers, they can change the way they look, they can change their names, they can even change their clothes, or disguise them, or give them fake names, but they can't give them a birth certificate. Only the mother can go in and give a birth certificate. So these thieves do not own anything under the penalty of perjury. If you apply in any government sector for anything, whether it's to get a driving license or to get a copyright or a trademark, or, you know, anything to deal with the government giving you something under the penalty of perjury, if you lie under the penalty of perjury, whatever you think you have, you do not have. I repeat, anything that you think you got, you do not have. If you went into the motor vehicle and you applied for a driving license and you put in your brother's birth certificate, then you later on get in a car wreck, Well, you don't have that uh, driving license and and it'll be investigated. and they're gonna come back and they're gonna charge you. It's the same way when you steal someone's copyrighted work and it could be Avatar where James Cameron stole 12 copyrighted work from different artists and people. Can you believe that? Copyrighted work. Here's
0: the thing, but th- this is the great thing. And I want to just bring up this legal, legal issue real quick, is that a lot of times people think that the best way to um, protect their intellectual property is with trademark. But it sounds like, according to what you say, that you have more legal uh, um, ownership,
1: with, ownership copyright. with copyright. Well, copyright is just like the deed to the property. Just mm-hmm. say, for instance, you have a house. And somebody can go right now and make money off of your house, but it doesn't mean they own your house because they made money off of your house. The profits belong to you, but the deed is in your name. Now a trademark is a patent or it is a restriction that restrict other people from, uh, you know, actually getting over on your brand. Mm
2: -hmm. Say
1: my brand is the matrix. Mm -hmm. So that means you can't touch the matrix. You know what I'm talking about? You're not even supposed to use my characters, Neo, Trinity, or any of my special effects or graphics or my concept. So it's just like you got Pepsi Cola and you got Coca-Cola. Those are brands. So Mm -hmm. I can't come and use the Coke can and put a, a, you know, an inferior Cola in the can and Mm -hmm. charge you Coke prices because that's consumer fraud. Do you see what I'm talking about? I get so it. trademark actually restrict people from using that Coke can or, or using that Apple box. You see, I can put an Apple Jack in that Apple box, but when you open it and charge you Apple prices, but when you open up that box, you just got jacked <laughs> because I got some inferior product. Just like you see a counterfeiting, a knockoff of a Gucci, mm-hmm. a knockoff of a. Um, Say you have a Rolex, but it's a knockoff. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Do you see what I'm talking? But somebody just charged you ten or fifteen or twenty or thirty-five thousand dollars, and you got a knockoff. And they got Rolex on there. Trademark restrict people from getting over on your brand because your brand is out there. Everybody knows the Matrix. Everybody knows Nike. Everybody knows Gucci, Versace. Do you see what I'm saying?
0: I get it. But as
1: far as the actual
0: intellectual content, it's better to have a copyright. And so you were able to also get royalties then, I'm guessing, because of the copyright. Is that it? Well,
1: because of both. uh, I own a trademark also called The Matrix. Yeah, and so it allows me to sell all over the world. Do you see what I'm saying? I own the trademark and the copyrights because. If you're going to go into business with the patent and the trademark, that protects you internationally. Or when you cross waters and you're selling your brand, your Nike or Samsung, or you're selling Gucci or, you know, Rolexes or, you know what I'm talking about, Mm Coca-Cola, Pepsi, whatever you're selling, Mm -hmm. uh, the trademark is protecting your brand from being stolen from in the international waters and counterfeiting.
0: Mm, Okay.
1: And you make licensing deals. You see what I'm saying? I have to teach people this because a lot of people, uh, you know, are not aware, not just, just black people, but there's other people who are just totally not educated or knowledgeable. They may have some aspect of this, but not the total picture. When I start teaching, I can teach on such an elementary level, Mm-hmm. That people can expand their consciousness and see what is going on, of what's going on, or are they being, uh, you know, utilized in harvest in this world and business? Because God says, "My people, my people perish, because of a lack of knowledge."
0: Yeah, and and that's interesting, especially in this day and age. Uh, you've, I'm sure you've seen the recent memes, right? That um, we've got all this information available. People still lack knowledge <laughs> so um, i'm I'm just kind of I, I want to talk more about this uh, the importance of copyright because you know I as you know'm I'm, I'm a published author, so I always make sure that I get a copyright on my books, but it never occurred to me to do um,
1: to also um, focus on the trademark. Well you only want a trademark when you got a brand, just like oh, I Pepsi see. Cola and Coca-Cola are brands. Do mm-hmm. you see? Uh, but anybody can have a generic, you know, there you know, like the word matrix is a generic. There's matrix Toyota. There's matrix conversions. There's matrix insurance, make matrix poker. That's a generic, but it's not the matrix with Neo and Trinity and the concept of the matrix, you know, man versus the machines, the second coming of the Christ consciousness. You see what I'm talking about? I get it. Uh, okay. The evolutions of consciousness. So um, until you make a brand out of whatever product you have, mm-hmm. or whatever product you're selling, until it becomes brandable and you're going to sell it around the world, then you only need a trademark in licensing deals when you get ready to do something else with your, once it becomes a brand. Okay, So you don't have to, anyone out there don't have to worry about the trademark business unless they're getting ready to brand their their products. They're huge brands and they're going to be selling them uh, globally. You know, like that's why you see big companies like AT&T and Disney. Uh, they're going all over the country. So they're trademarked because they don't want anyone. Uh, let me give a good example okay. so people I can teach people. Um, like Microsoft with Bill Gates, there was a case, and I'm gonna make it very short. There was a case where the Bill Gates lawyers forgot to trademark the shorter version of Microsoft Gateway. See the full title was Microsoft Gateway and it was trademarked. But what happened was this little company came and took the name Gateway and was making Bucku money, and people thought it was actually the brand uh Microsoft Gateway Bill Gates. So wow. when Bill Gates found out about it, he was you know he was upset, but he should be upset with his attorneys mm-hmm. because they made the boo-boo. And he tried to buy the name Gateway from this little company and he they the little company says no, because they're making a lot of money, because people think was thinking they were getting Microsoft Gateway with Bill Gates when they really were not. So this is why the trademark is so important when you get a brand because you don't want people to think that they're getting something that they're not getting. It's called consumer fraud, but they didn't do consumer fraud. This little Mike, you know, gateway company, but people just thought it was Microsoft gateway.
2: Mm.
1: And so that's why he was making money because it looked like it's a brand. Now they're doing in the opposite with my work. This is why I'm bringing this up. Okay. They do not have the real matrix and the real Terminator. They are doing a generic and making people think that they're getting the real Terminator. That's why it failed in every market, it bumped overseas. Not even the Chinese would want Terminator Dark Fate. I was so glad James Cameron put his name on it so people could see that he's been a liar and a thief for many, many years. and I've been calling him a liar and a thief, but I've never got any defamation, no lawsuits or anything. Wow. Because he would have to prove that I was defaming him when I'm actually telling the truth. Mm. Yes, I can call him any kind of names because I'm speaking the truth. Now I'd be in trouble if I was lying, but I'm <laughs> speaking the truth. You know what I'm saying? He's stolen yeah. from so many people that I'm just furious about it. You know, and their lawyers and these people's lawyers have been helping these dirty judges and dirty lawyers working for the people, working against their clients to help James Cameron to steal. All you got to do now is pay lawyers and judges off and they will help them to steal people's copy, the, the people's copyrighted work. And it's horrible. And I was speaking to an a FBI agent just the other night. And I said, how could you guys, and I found out the agent was retired. How could you send these people to court against these studios and producers that got millions and billions of dollars that used these people's money to fight them with? the money that they've stolen from these people's copyrighted work. How dare you guys do this? Send them to court like it's a civil matter when it's a RICO criminal case, counterfeiting and bootlegging. You guys are the first one, studios, are the first one to scream bloody murder that you're counterfeiting and bootlegging their movies. And they have the feds come out and arrest people. But when they start stealing copyrighted work and counterfeiting, and making movies and selling DVDs across the country, all over the world, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. They need to go to jail so they can stop this mess.
0: So you're bringing up a new issue now. Um, This is something that you know we don't really talk about very openly because this is the kind of thing that happened when the economy shut down in in 2009, right? This is under the classification of white-collar crime. So, Yeah,
1: white-collar crime because they had a law in the book and people need to listen to this. They had a law in the book where they reversed everything from 50 years ago, 60 years ago. 60 or 70 years ago, the law says, I'll say 50 years ago, the law says that if an executives and a corporation, and other guys of a corporation, killed people with, uh, you know, like with bad medicine, or cause someone to die, like the Firestone uh, stories with the bad tires in the mm-hmm. Ford Explorer, you know, where those tires were killing people, well, you could go out and arrest these people. They would go to jail. So that made all of the executives responsible people. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if you killed somebody, you go to jail. If you uh, you know, cause people to die and cause things to happen, you go to jail. And then they reversed the law and said that uh, the executives don't have to go to jail, but the corporations are responsible and now the corporation all they have to pay out is millions and billions of dollars to dead people. Mm-hmm. And dead people estates and dead, you know, family members. Do you see what I'm talking about? Yeah. I can buy the biopharmaceutical company and I can put on the market right now a product that I know is going to kill some people, maybe a lot.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I'm going to get a class action lawsuit where I get penalized And all I have to do is pay billions of dollars, but it's billions of dollars of those people's money that they spent when they bought the inferior product. So what the corporation is getting over, but the executives are not going to jail because they say, well, we can kill as many people as we want. the FDA, the, the FDA don't, don't say, Hey, if you kill somebody, you're going to jail executives. No, we can kill them. We can give them some money. That's right. People, have traded in justice for money and what is money if you're dead if your loved ones are dead what's mm-hmm. money if you're paralyzed and you can't spend the you just want a hundred million dollars but you laid out you're, you're triple triple paraplegic and you can't spend any money can't go dance and can only blink your eyes <laughs> right
0: yeah. I mean, it, these examples are, are really valid. Well, but here's the thing I'm hearing you also use the word corporation. So isn't that the whole purpose of us, um, registering our businesses as corporations so that we are, um, you know, indemnified from that kind of thing. And it's, oh, it, it's, the well,
1: you, depending on what corporation you are, that you get the indemnification.
0: Okay. Because
1: if you're a little small incorporated corporation, or uh, Small little bag, you, you're going you're gonna to suffer the consequences because it's left up to the prosecutors of the U.S. Attorney's Office who go to jail and who doesn't go to jail unless these people get bored off. So we're you not see even... what I'm talking about? So we're talking about maybe a big corporation like the Tobacco baron, They didn't kill millions of people. And what do they do? They pay millions and billions of dollars for these people's pain and sufferings and death. Yeah. They don't go to jail, so what do they do? What do they care? We just continue to kill as many people as we want. Well, they, they we're not going to go to jail, but if they were, if they were held accountable, if they were going to go to jail, they would make sure that their properties, products—excuse me—are safe. Isn't that what the pursuit of happiness is
2: about—to <laughs>
1: be in a safe environment to enjoy your life? and enjoy these products that they get on TV and they lie about. That's what the matrix is about unplugging and coming out of those programs.
0: Yeah. Well, in the next section, actually, this is a good stopping point in the next section, let's get more into um, the actual story of the matrix and where um, people need to unplug. And we'll, we'll be right back. All right, we are back. I'm super excited to like now, Sophia, share with us. Where did the whole idea of the matrix come from?
1: Well, I'm very glad that you brought that up because this is very, very important. If you go on the Internet and I tell people the Internet is not mainstream media. Anyone, any trolls can go on the internet and they can say whatever they want. They can lie. They can do anything because no one is held accountable on the internet. Like the mainstream media, you're held accountable. So if you lie or you do anything there, you can be gotten, you can be sued. You can go to jail. Just a lot of different scenarios can happen to you. So you're held accountable. But on the internet, these people are telling all these lies that, uh Sophia stewart is an urban legend i'm a myth i don't exist uh just a bunch of lies and into windows and garbage and they said i didn't win they've been hiding my judgment hiding the mainstream media you know uh, media that i've done taking it off just trying to do every kind of subdiffusion, and uh, you know and sabotaging But let me go into what the matrix really, really mean. The matrix, the word matrix is a Latin word, a 7,000 year old Latin word that comes from the King James's Bible. This word matrix in the King James's Bible is mentioned five times in scripture, three times in Exodus, two times in number. Exodus 34 chapter 19 verse God says he who opens up the matrix coming out of the woman's stargate her portal her womb or his children born with seeds because what i wrote was the second coming of the Christ consciousness the evolutions of consciousness man versus the machines in other words the oracle prophecy is prophesizing that a baby is going to be born what is this prophecy is really in the bible if you look at terminator in terminator uh, revelations end time revelations meaning the end and revelations is prophesizing the end that's what terminator comes from terminator end time revelations and so in revelations which is the Oracle Prophecy and the Matrix, this, the Christ has to come back again because the Christ was born the first time You read about the Christ Jesus. And they, they said he's going to come back in Revelations. And what is so bad that in the future that's going to be happening where the Christ consciousness has to be come back and born of a woman? So when you look at the Terminator movie, Terminator and Time Revelations, it is the beginning of the epic story that goes into the matrix. Mm. It is a past, present, and future time travel. When the machines in the future become advanced and try to enslave mankind, they hear the Oracles' prophecy that this baby is going to take them out as soon as they enslave the people. So they know they have to time travel to the past to kill this woman, Sarah Connor, because Sarah Connor is destined to be the mother of J.C. John Connors, Jesus Christ, coming a second time.
0: Wow, Neo,
1: one and the same in the Matrix. Neo, one and the same in the Matrix. Neo is an anagram, a sneaky way of calling him the one. N-E-O-O-N-E. Right. And when you go into the Bible, King James's Bible, John was the only one to call Jesus the one. So now, when you look at the first Terminator, it doesn't make any sense unless it goes into the matrix. Because hmm. we're talking about God's children versus man's children that were created in the laboratory. And who are these children created by the man, by man? The clones, the test tube babies, the artificial inseminated babies, the gender benders, the gender manipulated babies, where their seeds and gender are manipulated. Hmm. Created to be androgynous, created to be soulless and seedless. Meaning that they may have a beginning, but they have, uh, they don't have no, you know, they have an end. Now, God's children are just the opposite. It's not the end, it's just the beginning. That seed or that soul comes back again and again. Just like you spit out some apple seeds and then apple trees sprouts back up, it rains. So everything that comes from God has a seed or a soul. Mm-hmm. the watermelon, the fruits, the, the children coming out of the womb, the animals. When you look at uh, Exodus 34, chapter 19, verse, God says, he who opens the matrix or mind born with seeds, including the firstborn of the animals. Because the female horse and the female sheep, do so you see what I'm talking about? They all have wombs. The female dog, the female cats, they have wombs. They have babies coming out of them. And nothing cannot not be born here in this earthly dimension without a womb. A female is determined by the womb and not by the vagina or the penis. Vagina of penis does not make you a man or a woman. It is the womb, the stargate, the portal that takes 36 weeks and nine months to create a body to come into this dimension. You cannot come into this physical dimension unless you have this physical body that is a seed of continuation of life because every Frankenstein every monster androgynous has no seeds any GMO genetically modified organism seedless grapes seedless watermelon, watermelons clones that are seedless solas mm-hmm. they have a beginning but they there's no there's an end to them Wow No continuation, and it had a lot to do with the ephelims that that failed a third of them fell to the earth. They were androgynous, they had no seeds and no souls. yeah, they were indestructible, they couldn't die, they had to be sealed into the abyss and then let loose for a time period, and they were jealous of God's children that had seeds. And so they start creating their own children. And these stories that you hear about mythology, the giants upon the earth, Mm -hmm. uh, Pegasus, a horse with wings, Mm -hmm. the unicorn, a horse with a horn in his head, Medusa, a woman with snakes in her hair, Cyclops, an eye in the middle of his face. Um, All of these children that were created like Frankensteins.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm talking about? I do, yeah. They did not come from God. They were not God's children. A lot of them were created by men. Hercules and, the you know, just various mythologies. And this is where the mythology comes in. And so, the clones, even the clones cannot get here unless they are put in the womb of some surrogate Mm -hmm. and you, if you notice that nobody can get here unless they have a surrogate womb, the Mm -hmm. womb is that important. Like if you look at, uh, go to YouTube, everyone, and you look at the six, you know, sixty minutes, they are talking about a polo player Mm -hmm. who cloned over a hundred some horses so he could beat out all the other polo players. He had a horse, that won every polo match, and he he's cheating, and I don't even know how that the organization is allowing him to cheat because that's stealing because he, he his horse died, and that should have been the end of it unless he go get another horse, but he cloned the horse that died took the DNA, took it to a scientist or a doctor, the doctor put the DNA into a syringe put it in the syringe and injected it into an egg. They took the egg and put it into a female horse's uh, womb. Mm. And, And the female horse started to birth many clones. Look at the segment on YouTube, cloning of the polo players' horses, over 100 horses on 60 Minutes. Google it. Wow. And learn what cloning is and learn why it's important that nothing is going to come here without this womb. And you need to wake up and come out of the unplugged, out of the matrix, out of these programs and this ignorance and these lies that you're being told. The matrix is about unplugging. It has nothing to do about it, artificial and simulations. The artificial simulation is the program, right? whether you're caught up in the billboard, or you're caught up in fake news, or you're caught up in fake stuff on the internet, or you're caught up in a lot of fake garbage and lies, that's the only simulation you're going to get are in. (laughs) And you need to wake up and come out of those programs. You can take the red pill and see how deep the rabbit hole goes and search and seek for the truth. Or you could take the blue pill and go back to sleep and bury your head and whatever consequences come, you get it. And the red and the blue peel is significant in talking about God's children has red blood running through them and they're born with seeds and souls. The seed is the soul. So you have compassion, you have love, you have emotion. And the blue, the blue peel was talking about the machines because their blood running through them is black and blue ink. Black and blue ink, not any red blood. Not any seeds. They have a beginning, but they also have an end. They're not going to continue. As soon as you wipe them out and somebody doesn't create any more of them by hand, then that's it. Or by a process, that's it.
2: Wow, Sophia,
0: that is like... Okay, I'm going to break it down. (laughs) So first of all, let's go back to the fact that you are referencing the bible and um with
1: the wound being the stargate that's right the stargate the portal right that brings the the physical bodies into this earthly domain or this earthly dimension see this dimension is physically it's physical Mm -hmm. because god's children are 3d beings the first body is that of the astral body or the shadow body so when the sun casts a shadow on our physical body we see the shadow body or that is mimicking the physical body because they're just like one and the same then the third body is the seed and it doesn't come until the 12th week then that's called life the soul the seed attaches to the physical body this is why a doctor will not perform an abortion, I think at the 12th weeks. That's why when you first, you know, few weeks, they can give you a pill because there's nothing but a period. Because if, if for a period of time every month, a woman's womb is being prepared to have a baby. And if she does not fertilize an egg with a male, Then it just is just wasted, you know, matter that needs to come out of her and it comes out as a period. So every month her womb is being prepared to have a baby, and when the baby doesn't come, it this period of shedding of the blood is just getting rid of all the stuff that was not used to have that baby. So this is what they're fighting over. Uh, on the abortions and and what is life and what is death because uh, the doctors know that uh, the first few weeks is nothing but a period so that's why they give people the peel the after peel or whatever and they're not committing a crime but when they when it gets to the 12th week i believe yes um that's when the soul has attached to the physical body and now you're killing a living soul. So this is why you you're forbidden to perf- perform an abortion in 12 weeks and over. Yes. Yeah. And this that- is where murder comes in and non-murder, but they don't explain this to people. They don't tell the people that the first few weeks are nothing but a period that is preparing for a baby to be born. Right. And my job is to to unplug people from these programs and bring truth and clarity because God wants them to make the right choices for them and not have other people make choices for them. You are given your choices and you're responsible for every act and deed that you do here upon the earth. And others should not interfere with those choices.
0: 100%. And then I want to bring up on that same note, you're saying that our souls, the, the children of God, right? We have compassion. We have love. We have blood. And when we use those faculties, right, when we use the gift of compassion, that should be the spark to to help us to wake up and want to take you're care of right?
1: Yes. L- let me explain to you. When you're seedless and soulless, somebody jumps off the building, you won't even care. But a person that has a soul and compassion and love will scream and they will cry mm-hmm. and they will be upset. just like the way when Kobe Bryant passed away and that tragic helicopter, many people were crying and they were upset. Poor Snoop, he was very distraught and upset. And then for someone to say anything negative about anybody, we emotional souls are going to cry. We're going to be upset about it. But those who are heartless and seedless and soulless they won't care. They might even tell you, jump off the building. Jump, jump, jump. Mm-hmm. And Snoop didn't mean anything. He said he was just distraught. Mm-hmm. He was in pain. He had love and compassion. He's a very loving and very compassionate person. I, I always knew that he went out of his way to help Tupac when others would not even help Tupac. Mm-hmm. And I always admired him and loved him for that that he would stand up for others. He even told people, his own fans, to support the mother of the Matrix, talking about me, because one of my fans told me he went to Snoop's concert, and he said Snoop told his own fans, and most people won't do that. Yeah. They will not even tell their fans to help. Uh, you know, they want all the audulations <laughs> and all the money for themselves, but S- Snoop is a very wonderful, loving Compassionate being, and so I hope no one takes it negative towards him. I have to speak out for him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's already asked for forgiveness you know, apologize to Gail King, but he did make some very important points because Gail and Oprah needs to be more supportive of Black people. I know that Oprah was put in made queen by whites and other races, more so than the black people, and they jumped on the bandwagon, the black people later on. But Gail King and Oprah has a responsibility to set the record straight and bring positive things because God says if we can't say anything to edify and minister to the hearers, we can't say anything positive and good, then we need to say nothing at all. Yeah. This is real. I have to speak out. Yeah.
0: It's, you know, it's um, everything you're saying is, is super important. And I, I really want to dive in deeper about specifically black people in the matrix, but I don't think we're going to have enough time in this interview. So if you would
1: promise me
0: that we could do it again and we can dive into we that. Can,
1: <laughs> we can do part two. We must do part two because yeah. this is going to be a very phenomenal interview. And people need to hear this because it's really, really important where we're headed right here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where we're going into uh I have to speak out about the compassion love the matrix is, is a black science fiction mm-hmm. with black leadership role and they're trying to give people a generic matrix right now like they did with that fake terminator dark fate that they lost 500 million dollars on and they and, and if they try to put any uh homosexuality in the matrix the whole christian world is going to uh boycott the muslims are going to boycott because the christ figure is big with the muslims with christianity the catholics uh the mormons
0: you see what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. I mean, as I'm listening to you, that that is a very Islamic belief that we will not disclose that we're pregnant until after the twelve week mark because the soul hasn't attached yet. So um, you know everything you're saying I, I completely I know and I understand
1: and I believe also. so um, well I, when I wanted to point out when yeah. south Por- the South Park. Uh, The little cartoon South Park, the creators tried to defame uh, the the Prophet Muhammad with the Muslims, and the the Muslims threatened to kill them, the creators. And I want fans to know that uh, Matrix is the Christ story. It's 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 about the Matrix, and they lie and try to say it's yeah, it's math, because the universal language of God is mathematics. It is about the machines and and it's not about them. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It is about the seed versus the machines. It's about the seeds of God, which is the seed of life, versus the machines, which have no life. They have a beginning, but they end. They end. But God's God's children, this is just the beginning. We began again and again and again and again, just like the infinity, 8888, eight, 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 the atom, A T O M, not the Adama, but the atom that goes on and on and on forever, meaning that life with God is forever. And I'm going to stop right there until we do part two.
0: Thank you so much. For being here i want to uh just take this time for people to know how to connect with you so that they can get a copy of the third eye and the actual the M-
1: that you matrix sell. four oh. book yes. i've written several books the most phenomenal book is the matrix the third eye matrix in terminator and also matrix four the matrix for cracking the genetic codes or or the Matrix for Evolution. The first three uh, Matrix, the Matrix, Reloaded, Revolution, and the fourth installment, Evolution, that's been selling around the world since 2010 for 10 years. I've been feeding three to four billion fans around the world with the Matrix and Terminator with the fourth installment, the Matrix for Evolution. It's all on Amazon is on demand at Walmart, Barnes and Noble, Nook Press. There are ebooks. Get your copies. My website, matrixterminator.com. Both of the franchises are easy to remember. www.matrixterminator.com or truthaboutmatrix.com. There's my email address, Sophia Stewart 10 at yahoo.com. There's a phone number. Get in touch. Get the book the Matrix 4 movie coming soon. Thank you so much get, get more Matrix. Get the real Matrix. <laughs> That's right, get the real Matrix, <laughs> not, the, not the knockoff Rolex, <laughs> not the knockoff Gucci. Get, get the, the real thing.
0: Yeah, from the mother of the Matrix. Thank you so much. Sophia. The owner
1: of the Matrix in Terminator film fr- franchises. The tagline is the mother of the Matrix that identifies you with the brand. But I prefer not to go with a tagline because the late Steve Job, Job Job didn't go with Apple being a tag and Bill Gates, Microsoft doesn't go with being a tag. So I don't want to be a tag. I'm an owner, God created and made me an owner. So let's acknowledge that so other Blacks can come and be acknowledged as owners. That is a very
0: important distinction. Thank you for for correcting me. And thank you for educating us. That's a very good educational tip to be an owner (laughs) of something.
1: (laughs) Yes. To be the owner of your IPs, intellectual properties. To be the owner of your product. To be the owner. Because God made you a Mm co-creator. And he also made you an owner. No one has to be a slave upon the earth at all, unless you choose to be one.
0: It's our choice. It's our choice. 100%. So thank you so much for being on the Free to Be Show. Thank you, listeners and viewers, for being with us tonight. And get the truth. Go to um, thetruthaboutthematrix.com and connect with Sophia Stewart directly and educate yourself and be educated.